Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. So, today I am talking about what is your flavor of not good enough, if that's the title I kept, because I may have changed it by the time I released this episode. I have been seeing this thought really consistently with some of my clients, including myself, and I realized that everyone seems to have a different flavor or like treatment, if that makes sense. What I mean is... Think of like how you talk to yourself, how you act and everything when you are in that state of I'm not good enough and think of it as if you go to an ice cream store and there's a person there and they're like, which type of like, which flavor of not good enough do you want? Do you want like the highly critical? Do you want the high expectations? I've started to notice some really key themes that I really wanted to address and talk about. Because these are going to be really helpful to identify when you're in these states, when you are treating yourself like this. Because when I used to tell myself I wasn't good enough, guess what? I never, I couldn't see it. I could not identify how I was treating myself, how I was thinking that I wasn't good enough. Because ultimately, these were very low level subconscious thoughts. And at the end of the day, who doesn't want to feel like even that you're enough you don't you can like let go of this internal race that you are running that you think you are going to finish by doing all these activities by meeting these arbitrary needs that are actually your own you can stop you can let that all go you can accept who you are and where you're at and Honestly, it is a beautiful place. I saying you stay there forever? No. Sometimes I'm like, ugh, I'm not good enough. But guess what? I know how to handle it. And I want to share with you a couple of themes, a little bit of tricks to kind of help you recognize and get out of that state. So as always, I like to give you a little bit of history. And you probably, if you're an avid listener, you've probably heard some of this before. Why does this happen? Why are we thinking that we're not good enough? So just a small snippet here around this one. It's a common thought that we've developed because of our, and I'm talking about Western society where like I've been exposed to and grown up in, that's what we do. Capitalism, Western society, we compare ourselves in school, in work, etc. We are, you know, grade giving ourselves a grade representing ourselves and our ability through an arbitrary number we are always comparing against stumps against something we're also internalizing potentially what our you know the high expectations our parents gave us um how they even talked to themselves there's like these really interesting studies that show how women when they have talked about their bodies that has also been passed down to their kids and not just you know for women it's for like other people as well but again we're mimicking what they're saying what type of environment have we been in and also 
Has it kept you safe to keep working, keep striving, be in this state of not good enough? Has it kept you safe as a child in the environment that you were in to always keep moving and keep going? If you have absolutely no, and I don't mean this as a criticism, if you have no awareness of how or where this not good enough has come from, I do really encourage you to just be a little bit introverted. Ask yourself, like, why do I believe that I'm not good enough? Where did this become from? Look at societal beliefs. Look at what your how your uh, what your parents taught you. Awareness is really key with all this. And I know it may not sound like it, but having that level of awareness, just kind of knowing where it's stemming from, for me at least, it gave me this sense of like, right, this is where it came from. And this is also something that I can learn to let go of. Because at the end of the day, yes, like these are just thoughts that you have repeated over and over in your head. You have internalized and just kept in. And now you're just regurgitating it now into the real world. It's like a little defense mechanism. A good example, if you had high expectations at your home and if you were potentially like, you know, shamed or told off or not meeting really high marks say at school then what's going to happen you're going to internalize that and you're going to use that now in your everyday life it's what you were kind of taught and it's been repeated and it's a pattern again this isn't to do a whole oh my god my upbringing and stuff like that it's to recognize this is a pattern that I've been practicing and this is a pattern that I can also unlearn as well But what is really interesting is I've started noticing these themes of not good enough. And I guess it would be like, yeah, like how you treat yourself, like the type of ice cream you want to take. Do you want to be really critical of yourself? Do you want to look at everyone else's achievements? And I want to discuss that a little bit with you of whether maybe you see this flavor or theme of that not good enough. It's really just like showing up. It's it's the same thought, just showing up as a different like flavor or something else or a different treatment. And it's good to be aware of because sometimes when we're in this state, we don't even know that we're talking to ourselves like this. And just to see it, that's going to give you the knowledge, the awareness so that you can start to change it. So what I see are like really four key themes. The first one is really being really critical. And it's different to achieving high expectations because that's the second one. And I'll go through that in a minute. It is just like this extreme critical, like think of a critic of a restaurant, right? You know, sometimes I don't know why I'm thinking of this. I'm thinking of like movies that I've seen and they have like, you know, a restaurant and they get like a really, really bad review because of like a bad critic, right? Think of that, but on yourself all the time. Like there is just this food critic, like you're, you're, you're a chef in the kitchen, right? You're doing the best you can. And this person keeps coming. And every time they're there, you're like, God damn it. Like, why are you here? You get a little bit stressed and you work really hard and you make this amazing dish. Doesn't matter what you do. It is constant, really harsh and hard criticalness of criticalness. Is that even a word? You know, being really critical 
of you. I don't know why I keep saying critical, but that for me, especially that is a word that I would use. I was just my biggest critic. Like instead of biggest supporter, it's like the most non-supportive person on the planet. It's like, I do not like this person. (laughs) It's just being super harsh on every single thing you are doing. You could be relaxing and it's, you should be working. This is just like a minor example. You could have tried something completely new for your first time, like a recipe, and it's just complete criticism. And it gets down to not just separate actions, but the root of who you are at your core. You, it's it's being critical of you, like your mannerisms, who you are as a person, how you act. It may change that critically, like, you know, they call it inner critic. That may change how you act as well. Next theme I see is what I like to call compare and despair. Different to the critic. Like all of these are interchangeable, but I, again, I'm just going through these themes here. This is where it's, I see it as being almost achievement based. You are just never happy with what you have. You will look at everything, all your achievements, and you do not think it's enough. You will have done all these things where you're very likely a very high achiever. You know you have all these good things, but you are just comparing it to everyone else and despairing. You are always going the next step. You're looking at the next bar. It's like you've gone up all these rungs, all these all these ladders, and you're just like, no, nah, I need to get all the way up there, and, it, and it's so far, and I'm just, you know, I'm so crap and it's so bad and I still need to get there. And you'll get there and you won't be happy. Doesn't matter what stage of your life you are in, you are just not happy with your achievements. You potentially brush them off as well. You potentially do not like getting good feedback. It probably makes you feel very uncomfortable. When you get like really good praise and stuff like that, it feels a little bit icky. I know it did for me. And I just, you know, brush it off. Not, Not sitting in basking in that glow of oh my god yes like I achieved this awesome thing and it's great it's just like okay that's cool moving on to the next thing and 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 the the fit and the things I need to work on and improve (laughs) and the problem with being in this state all the time is you can actually get very angry at yourself and I give a very good example of how me and my partner we're millennials we we bought our own our first home together and my brain a couple of days later was like yeah but it doesn't count because you don't own it yet outright I was like, what? I was like, are you, I was so angry at myself. I was like, I can't, how can I keep being like this? Am I going to do this my whole life until my deathbed? Am I just going to keep comparing myself to everyone else and be despairing and never be happy with anything that I do? Am I always going like, again, LinkedIn with the critic, criticize myself, but not just criticize me for who I am, but criticize my achievements as well. It gets to a point where it's extremely draining and then can also lead to a next theme that I see, which is I'm just going to call it the almost like depressed state. What I mean by that is it's not just the achievements that aren't good enough, but everything around you is not good enough. It's almost like things are out of your control and the environment that you're in is not enough. So it's kind of like a little bit of a defense mechanism. What I mean by that is if you don't think you have any control over something, then you can't do anything about it. All you can do is complain. 
and be upset about it and just sit there being like, like, I hate my house, like this, this area sucks, like everything around me is terrible, my work is terrible, like nothing is going, like nothing is, like my, this is different, it's like my environment isn't good enough and you get into this kind of like lethargic kind of just like I'm over it, I'm out, like apathetic, that's the word I was looking for, you get into this very apathetic state. And I actually feel like it's more of a stage that you get to after being critical and comparing outside stuff you've done, internal stuff. You just kind of look at everything and you're just like, well, nothing's enough, is it then? Kind of a bit of nihilism here. And I'm not saying this to shame you or negate how you're feeling. You are totally allowed within your right to be upset with whatever is going on around you, to be upset with change or things that are happening. That is totally fine. But it's to know... When you all, when your brain gets the better of you, when your brain is like, you know what, fuck this, I hate this thing, I hate this thing, I hate this thing, everything around me isn't good enough. And it's recognizing when we're in that state because we're going to be able to move through it a lot better and process that. And then the fourth state I see, which is a little bit linked to achievement-based, but I wanted to go in it in more detail because I see it all the time and Something very key to not good enough is just high, high expectations. You set yourself high expectations. But here's the thing. You're one, likely setting yourself consistent high expectations that you can never meet so that you can keep yourself in a state of not good enough. Why, you may ask, it's a bloody pattern. It's a pattern that you have learned, potentially. You were given these high expectations. You didn't meet them. Or, you know, meet your parents or whoever thought you weren't meeting them. And then it's that whole feeling of not good enough. And it is a safe pattern. It's, it's, a, it's safety there. So you will consistently put on high expectations, not meet them, then shout at yourself being like, I'm not good enough. I am shit. You are crap. And you go through that little cycle. It can kind of get a little bit of a, like a little bit addictive. And I know it sounds crazy. Like why would anyone do that to themselves? Our brains like patterns. <laughs> it likes to know, it likes to know what it knows. If it's been in an environment, especially when we're younger and it, this is the environment we grew up in, it will take that thinking, that mindset, those thoughts, those thought patterns, and it will bring them with us into the, you know, everyday world, I guess you could say like outside our family into society. The problem is over time, it's very draining and it doesn't always work. Like thinking not you're not good enough, not only is it just terrible, but it is actually holding you back. If you think that you are the most amazing, awesome, great, fantastic person, you are going to go out and do amazing things. This is different from being like overzealous or narcissistic and, you know, being kind of show-offy. People always worry, am I going to be a show-off? You're not going to be a show-off, right? This is coming from a place of true belief of, yes, I have really strong key abilities in some things. And in some areas, they're a little bit, you know, different. Like I hate baking and gardening. I do not like doing that. I burn my schnitzel. (laughs) That's just okay that's fine. That's fine. I'm really fucking good at life coaching. I'm a really great analyst. And it's from that that you're going to produce better work. Now you might say to me, Michelle, hang on a minute. 
isn't that a little bit like, again, are you a really great analyst, a little bit show for your life coach? Okay, hear me out here. And I, I've said this before. Do you go to a surgeon, right, getting brain surgery? And do you say, oh, you know, how, like, how good are you? Would you feel any confidence if that in that surgeon if they weren't confident in, in themselves? If they said to themselves, oh, I might be, like, I think I am, like, I'm okay. No, you're going to be like, uh... <laughs> I don't want you to do brain surgery on me. That's going to freak you out as well. And they could very well be a very good brain surgeon. But because of that lack of belief that they have in themselves, that's holding them back. That thought pattern is literally holding them down. When you believe you are good enough from a wholesome place of like love for yourself, it comes out completely differently. It comes out as you just value you as if you do other people you see I bet you see the beauty in others I bet you can see their valuable traits and you really believe in them but you can't see it for yourself and you just so sometimes you might look at that person and say oh if they believed in themselves like they could do so many things it's the same with you (laughs) if you believe in yourself you could do a lot of things (laughs) so what do you need to do well firstly These key themes, I need you to start recognizing when you're in these themes. Just write out what you're thinking and just label it. It's like, okay, I'm being really critical. What am I being critical about? Well, I'm saying that I'm like, and it could be around anything, right? It could be like, I'm saying that I'm really fat or I'm really ugly and stuff like that. What's the flavor that you tend to fall into? What is this? What is the flavor of the day? What is the the value, the flavor of not good enough that you're going with? Start to notice those and just start to write down. You don't have to write it down. You can just put it in your phone. It takes two seconds on your notepad. What thoughts are you thinking? Really key, and I always mention this in every episode, you need to write these thoughts out and start asking why. Really get to those root thoughts. What is the root thought surrounding this? Where is this not good enough potentially coming from what have you potentially experienced what thought pattern has been popping up for you that you need to now put a pause on and take a look at and reassess and come up with something else finally the best really key way to get through this you know not good enough is to notice and redirect and it sounds so simple You need to notice when you're in these patterns and you'll get better at doing it the more you do it. Just notice when you're in it. Just be like, oh, okay, I'm being really critical of my body or something like that. And then just politely redirect yourself. Do not think of it as a toddler, right? The toddler is, oh, you probably do this with a toddler, but imagine a toddler is playing with a knife and you just recognize it. Now, you typically you'd go up to the toddler and like rip the knife out of it and be like don't play with that that's extremely dangerous we do that in our mind to ourselves we kind of shame ourselves i find and it's kind of like this like it's like breaking really hard on a car on our brain and it's just it's very harsh it's like criticizing the criticism (laughs) it's just criticism criticism on top of criticism what i want you to do is maybe use something else instead of a knife i don't know it's it's drawing on the wall (laughs) drawing on your wall you don't want the kid to draw on your wall so you politely redirect it you're like hey I see you're drawing on the wall there here is some paper and a little kids table and some nice textures why don't you come over here and and do this yay and like that's what you do in your brain like oh I see that you're thinking like all these things okay well I 
hear you. I, I feel these feelings as well. I feel very ashamed right now. And now I'm just going to redirect the conversation and the thought to something else. Um, here is actually brain some evidence that I am good enough because I did, you know, A, B, C, D, E. And also because I'm a human and I'm allowed to be fucking good enough. <laughs> like very polite redirection and allow the feeling to be there. You've got to allow all these emotions to pop up and just notice them and be with them. That's really, really important as part of all this. So these are some key tips that I wanted to share around finding out your theme of not good enough, how to recognize them and move on. And this is something that I do intensely when I work with you one-on-one. This is what we go into and deep dive really quickly in just one session. What is the thought? Where is it coming from? And how do you move through it and move forward on it? Obviously, I share this as well. Some of these tips in the podcast, doing it one-on-one just fast tracks all of this. And I give you the training and that insight. And I just say this all the time. I teach you how to fish. I'm not giving you the fish. I'm teaching you how to do it so that you can do it for yourself. Get to the next level so that you're able and ready when these thoughts appear to be able to handle it and work through it. Anyway, that's all for today. I hope this helps. See you later. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five-day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix, that's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.